This episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast is sponsored by CoinZoom. Buy, sell, and trade crypto easily and get $10 in free crypto. Stick around for more info. If you were in the crypto space in 2017, you'll remember the great bull run that saw Bitcoin go from $1,500 to $20,000 and then come falling back to earth in 2018 with a thud. Some say the charts and circumstances are now set up to mimic this euphoric period of time, and others are certain that crypto banks are set to swallow fiat banks in three years or less. China's handed out $1.5 million in their new digital currency to bring awareness to the digital yuan. Elon Musk has played down a Bitcoin ATM sighting in one of his Tesla factories. And Travis and I are ready to hit the racetrack in a new Mario Kart-like game where you can win crypto if you has the skills. And speaking of games, today we finally get to speak with Artur from GamerHash to discuss how you can mine crypto on your high-end PC without sacrificing your ability to actually use your PC. So start the countdown because we're both back from the road and situated in our lockdown locations once again for this Bad News episode number 452 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three... You may now to unmute Mr. Travis Wright. You may to I talk. May. You may to talk to me now. Okay. And it is true, we are back in Denver and Kansas City MO situated in our previously locked down locations we're not really locked down anymore but it feels like it you know once you're home again huh trev back in the saddle again i'm in my chair i'm in my chair i got my i got my i'm in my i got my dashboard i got my work zone i'm good to go you came out with aerosmith though i really expected some van halen well you know there's nothing there that there's no that wasn't relevant but we're back what was on what i was saying you and your son uh, just came back from an epic road trip where you guys toured the national parks from uh, Badlands to um, yeah. Yellowstone. And Here it is. Here it is. You want to hear it? Yeah. 5,377 miles, Kansas City through Iowa to South Dakota to the Badlands to Mount Rushmore to Crazy Horse to Devil's Tower in Wyoming to Billings, Montana through Beartooth Highway to Yellowstone. Then the Old Faithful and the Grand Prismatic Spring, which is pretty awesome there. Then we went to the Grand Tetons. From there, we went to the Great Salt Lake, then to Bryce Canyon, then to Las Vegas, then to Zion National Park, then to the Grand Canyon, then to Fort Bluff, then to Newspaper Rock, which was really cool. has like 2,000-year-old ancient art from Native Americans. Horseshoe Bend, Lake Powell, Grand Canyon, uh, the Glen Canyon Dam, Arches National Park, Breckenridge, then to Denver, hung out with the uh, Bad Crypto and Blockchain Heroes family, then to Topeka, then to Kansas City in 13 days. Wow, that's a lot. You you went to Blockchain Heroes National Park. We went right to Blockchain Heroes National Park. Park. And oh my God, we listened to so much Van Halen. The yeah. Cradle did rock. Awesome. And, you know, I, we needed to mention something. I mean, one of the greatest guitarists of all time, Eddie Van Halen, of course, has passed away. And I'm adding and the cradle will rock to the bad crypto song list on Spotify. And if, if I could add one other song from Van Halen in tribute, Travis, what would it be? 
God, it's got to be eruption. Eruption. It's got to yeah. be eruption into You Really Got Me. That, was that, right there, that I think that album, Van Halen 1, this is not crypto related at all, but Van Halen 1 is like a perfect debut album. Like there's so many great songs on that. And think about that. Like they came out of the gate just like a perfect band. Like that just amazing. Like, yeah, and my son hadn't heard a whole lot of uh, Van Halen. And you know what? It's like I realized I hadn't heard a lot of some of those because I you know, I first heard of Van Halen whenever I was like eleven in nineteen eighty four. And 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 so I heard Van Halen one, but I hadn't heard Diver Down. I hadn't heard Fair Warning. I'd heard some songs off of William, William, uh, women, William, women and children first. <laughs> My brother's name is William. So William first. It's all William and children first. Yeah. William and children first. Uh, this is incredible. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your one of your favorite sort of non-popular Van Halen songs? Um, I like Beautiful Girls whole lot that's uh off the second album i yeah. love them i need them can't live without them no yeah uh i tell you i i think that when we were listening to all i think unchained uh was was one of our favorite ones because we just kept hearing it over and over unchained is good change nothing stays the same unchained and we hit the ground running awesome have you seen Junior's grades? <laughs> it was so good. Anyway, our little tribute there to Mr. Eddie Van Halen. Rest in peace, good sir. And uh, his son, Wolfgang, you know, of course, carrying the, uh, taking the baton up. And I think we probably haven't seen the last of Van Halen. And don't you think, Travis, that they, like, there should be Van Halen NFTs? That would be awesome. We were talking about that last night. Like, how cool would that be? Like, all, all kinds of rare photos and concert footage and you know what it's they got they got two great singers and they have that third era with that other guy gary sharon from uh or was he from queens or no he's from uh some other band i don't even remember that's the entertainment news but we have lots of crypto news first of all i want to give a shout out to our sponsor CoinZoom. they're a u.s-based regulated institutional grade digital currency trading platform striving to bridge the gap between legacy financial exchanges futures stocks and banking to make digital assets available to traders around the globe you can buy you could sell you could trade crypto easily on the coin zoom exchange and spend it seamlessly with the coin zoom visa debit card you want to register and get ten dollars in free kip crypto easy to do go to badco.in forward slash coin zoom and do it today do it timestamp october 16th in the year 2020 10 a.m mountain time here in the beautiful rocky mountains over to our friends at coingecko.com where we go to check all of the crypto market prices we've got a crypto market cap of 360 billion bitcoin sitting at eleven thousand three hundred twenty five dollars ethereum 367 tether 0.999877 come on tether you can do it get stable xrp 24 cents bitcoin cash 252 dollars binance coin 30 dollars and 32 cents nice run this week chain link 1066 polka dot three dollars 94 cents cardano 10 cents and rounding out the top 10 the little brother of bitcoin mr litecoin 47 dollars and 11 cents hello mr litecoin hello mr litecoin <laughs> yeah bitcoin up four percent this week you got all the way up to eleven thousand five hundred something i saw it's sitting, as you said, 11,300 right now. It's always nice to see it over 11,000. 
Let's check out and see who the big winners were this week overall in the top one. Waves. Waves is on a big run this week, Travis. 32% up to $3.05. Remember, we we looked at Waves a long time ago because they were one of the first ones that built into their system the ability to make your own token for the price of one Wave. And I think that they're getting into DeFi, which might explain this run. Yeah, a lot of companies are. Quant, up 26%. Ren, which is a coin that I've not heard of, up 23% to $0.33 cents overall. Uma, which is another one of those DeFi plays, up 20%. Reserve Rights Token, which there are a lot of people on Twitter who are pimping and shilling RSR Token, up 17% this week. Blockstack, up 13 Ave Ave Link, which is a link, up 13%. Ave has a new crypto, like a new interesting... Um, uh, NFT sort of staking thing called Avagachis, which is what we'll be talking about later on down the road. Wait, is that is that the same? I thought that was uh, I thought that was A A V E. Yeah, but it is A A V, and there's A A V E, and then there's A A V E Link. I think it's another one, oh. of, the, another one of the coins, I believe. Yeah, Ocean Protocol up twelve percent, Chainlink up twelve percent, Monero had a nice run as well, up ten percent. You know, the downs for the week aren't that bad. The very worst in the top 100 is down like 15% over the last seven days. So um, I don't even think it's worth going into them. That's just another typical week in the uh, the world of the cryptos. Yeah. You know what is interesting, though, is that you're in finance. We've talked about them a couple of times. Like they're one of those big DeFi things. And so they're <laughs> you'd say, well, their token is down to $14,000 now. Uh and you go, what? 14,000. But if you look at the 30 day chart on this thing, it got up to 35,000. I think over the 90 days, it even got a little bit higher than that. Yeah. It got over 40, $41,000 in, in uh, mid September. And that's crazy. Well, you think about it, there's only how many of them total are there? I don't even see on the chart that I'm looking at. Um, it's not a lot. 30, there's only 30,000 yeah. of them. Yeah. And so most people probably don't have a full one. But oh my God, I think I was a 40. That's some serious volatility. Oh, 42,000. Oh, now a month later. Oh, it's 14,000. Like if you got in at the wrong time, you've just lost a metric shit ton. Mm. Well, if we bounce over to our friends at Cointelegraph.com, the most widely read crypto publication in the world, there's an article here by Antonio Medera. Antonio says multiple data points suggest Bitcoin's 2017 style bull run has begun. They're looking at sentiment data, the fundamentals, on-chain analysis, and they're pulling this data from the tie, um, which, you know, they provide uh, data for digital assets. The daily sentiment score for Bitcoin has reached 62.4, which is really high. And um, they're, they're looking at comparing this from you know the what happened in 2017 till now and they're seeing a lot of similarities in the charts well if that's the case then we're going to see you know someday where bitcoin goes up two three four thousand dollars in one day like we were seeing that back in the, I, we're going what like that was unbelievable so until we start seeing some days we're like oh boom you know, I, I think if we see a day that, that's like, oh, we're at 11,300 and then it's like the next day it's like 12,500 and then like 13,700, that's the key that, oh, man, it's going to start popping, I think. But again, we're not financial advisors, but that's what happened in 2017 is we were just seeing. It's really it's like, 
once it, it hit 2,500, and then the next thing you know, it's at 5,000. Next thing you know, it's at 10,000. The next thing you know, it's at 20,000. And then the next thing you know, it's back down under 10,000. And you know, uh, such a weird ride. Th- there's a lot of optimism out there. And uh, this guy here, I'm going down a rabbit hole because this link just popped up on um, on Cointelegraph. A gentleman named Raul Pal. He's everybody's pal. He's the founder of Real Vision. He did an interview with Stansbury Research last week. He's always been very bullish, but he says that an enormous wall of money will flow into cryptocurrency over the next few years and will send Bitcoin to a million dollars. It'll massively outperform gold. So I like that kind of optimism. Yay, Bitcoin one million. Enormous wall of money. Now, you know... We're in a crazy time right now because we're, I think we're right now, what, like 18 days, timestamp Friday, October 16th. We're 18 days away from the election. Like, we could see some serious volatility one way or the other over this next month. Like, so prepare yourself, folks, because who knows what could happen. And, you know, neither side is going to concede the election, I would doubt. I don't think that's going to happen. So we're going to see a couple of months. Maybe a month. It's going to be kind of like two, the year two thousand, whenever they had the hanging chads, and maybe you know, it just depends thing. if it's close, right? That was because Florida. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Who knows, man? This is I don't know. I don't know if Chad's still hanging these days or not. I think he's finally hanged. He's dead. He, he wasn't well hung. I know that because they just kind of fell off. Yeah, they couldn't really see it. <laughs> Uh, Michael Castillo of Forbes (laughs) has written a lengthy piece that we're going to encourage you to go check out. But Stone Ridge Asset Management, they're a $10 billion fund. And this article details how they have now spun off $115 million as into a Bitcoin investment. Uh, And this continues. You know, we just keep seeing the, the big money start pouring into cryptocurrency in fact we'll have another story here in a moment that's a 50 million dollar investment that's a little teaser for what's coming in just a few minutes to keep you hanging around well you know MicroStrategy, they have bought i think what thirty-eight thousand bitcoin mm-hmm. so they bought over uh, over half a billion dollars worth of bitcoin or something crazy over time and they talked about that how they how over the course of x amount of days how they had to transact they did like eighteen thousand transactions or Something ridiculous. I don't even remember the exact number, but so many small little micro transactions because they don't want to blow the price out of the water by going in and just buying chunks. So they they had to go through and buy a few here, a few there, a few there, here, here. Because I mean, if you're trying to put half a billion dollars into the market uh, in in the crypto, you think that would move the price pretty substantially. So we got some big people that are putting money in. So maybe that's why we're over eleven thousand right now. Yeah, you can check the show notes for the full story, badco.in forward slash 452. And this is going to be the quickest end to a cliffhanger ever because here's the other story. Jack Dorsey and Square has put 1% of their total assets into Bitcoin, $50 million, 4,709 Bitcoins, 1% of the firm's total assets. They just revealed this um, this last week. Did you say Jack Dorsey's an asset? <laughs> I don't understand Jack Dorsey. I really don't. I don't I don't get how somebody who's so into Bitcoin could be so anti freedom and liberty because of the nonsense that Twitter is pulling. Um, and don't really want to go into that. 
Yeah, we're not going to go into that, but it's like the, Jack Dorsey is an interesting guy because he's he's the CEO of two companies concurrently, right? He's the CEO of Twitter and he's the CEO of Square. Square is this new financial model, and you know it's it's got a lot of traction, and he's he's running both at the same time. I I think I think Jack Dorsey needs to step away from Twitter, focus on Square. So that way people will embrace him down the road as as a good guy. Because if he's going down this path that they're going down with Twitter, just blatantly blocking news and stuff. I mean, shit, the New York Post is a, is a 200-year-old newspaper, and they say, well, you can't see this. So I don't know if you guys haven't figured that out. Go, go check out the New York Post. But, uh, yeah, really interesting. But I, I think it's great. They purchased almost 5,000 Bitcoin, a $50 million investment. So that's the one percent of their, their 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 total assets they're getting in. See, these are all just signs, folks, about how Bitcoin and crypto are becoming more you know uh, more interesting to big investors. And as this big money comes in, the price there's going to be, as they said, monstrous waves of walls of cash flowing in, and all that's going to do is push the price up because they're not going to make they're not making more Bitcoin. And there's only two million, two and a half million left to mine, and that's going to take over the next hundred and some odd years to mine all of those. So like the, the Bitcoin that's out there is out there. And I, I think that should be the title of your, uh, your album, monstrous waves of walls of cash. Okay. <laughs> monstrous waves of walls of cash coming at you. Don't forget your stash. He has a wave of walls. Just We're like going to put out a rap album. I, th- I think we should put out a rap album, Travis. Yes. Okay. I, th- I think it's time. I think it's my, my, my rap is on. Adam Sandler already created my rap with phone wallet keys. <laughs> phone wallet keys. <laughs> I got to add that one too. Okay, oh you got to because that's funny. We listen to that at the start of every day. I'm heading out and all I'm taking with me is my phone wallet keys. Phone wallet keys. <laughs> Just these three things, please. Need my phone wallet keys. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking it up. There it is. There's a single version adding it to the bad crypto. That song just cracks list. me up. It's so hilarious. You know what's so funny is like, uh, I like I, I've had my own version of phone wallet keys for for several years, but I do the I do the phone like hey where's my phone where's my keys where's my wallet hey Macarena and so I was like check whenever I'm leaving the house so I got all my all my stuff but Adam Sandler turned it into a rap song. It really does get to the point where if you leave without one of them, it feels like you're leaving without an appendage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like where's my penis? I can't. <laughs> phone <laughs> wallet keys. Missing. There it is. My mom used to say, "If I if my ass wasn't attached, I'd forget it." <laughs> I don't know. You got pretty big ass, Travis. Thanks. Well, I mean, it'd be weird to sit down. I'd notice it immediately. <laughs> I have no ass. I'm like assless. Like I can't even wear assless chaps because I'd be chapless too. <laughs> because you're already assless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So back to Cointelegraph.com. Extra ridiculousness today in this episode. This of is Patrick. big news right here. This is a big, big claim right here claim away no banks are going to swallow fiat banks in three years or less so think about this a younger generation of banking customers are coming up and they're not going to want to do business with a traditional fiat bank uh, unless it offers access to crypto and a lot of these financial organizations over time right they've banned access to crypto like you know Chase Chase wouldn't allow you to buy crypto with your credit card or your bank card and some of these other banks out there wouldn't allow you <clears throat> well now you have to, right? And so Kraken, Kraken is a, is a one of those big exchanges based out of SF, and they're now the first ever cryptocurrency business in the United States to become a bank. And so they they did some deal over there in Wyoming 
which um, is very crypto friendly. So there's some stuff going on here, folks. And so, you know, over they say in three years, banks are going to go away like that. That would be like something major would happen for through for this to happen within three well, years. Well, if, if they're going to swallow the fiat banks in three years or less, that means they're chewing on them now. Right. Because you're supposed to chew your banks 30 times or so before you swallow. <laughs> Bank eating. Yeah. Banks are a pain in the ass, man. It's like, you know, it's like, all right, I get it. A lot of times you get a check. Sometimes you can deposit it mobile if you have that functionality, but not all banks have that functionality. And you got to go and wait in line. You got to go to, and then if you're trying to send some money somewhere, like still, it's a, it's a huge pain in the ass. Those swift fees and all that other stuff. So crypto is a much more convenient, you know, way to do things. And people are starting to understand it. They realize it's not just for criminals anymore. Mm-hmm. That, should be, that should be the slogan. <laughs> not just for criminals anymore. <laughs> it's for your children, for your wife. Go buy stuff. Go buy shoes, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. We've been watching the um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's stable coin, you know, Libra and what's going to happen to it. Well, now the G7, which, of course, are the world's largest economies comprised of the U.S., Canada, Japan, Germany, France, Italy, and the UK, the group of seven, the G7, said they would halt global stablecoin projects pending appropriate regulatory oversight. They drafted a statement that said the G7 continues to maintain that no global stablecoin project should begin operation until it adequately addresses relevant legal, regulatory, and oversight requirements through appropriate design and by adhering to applicable standards. Yeah. That's basically the old guard saying, hold on, ho, whoa, ho, whoa, 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 ho, ho, whoa, whoa. We want to stay in control here, folks. So we got to regulate this. We got to put our legal bullshit through it. We got to oversight and oversee them things. And so this is really, this is really the old guard going, whoa, whoa, we got to get a handle on this because we don't, we don't fully grasp it yet. And wow. And here's the thing. Bitcoin's making an end around them. They are, we already have a global currency, man. It's called Bitcoin, and it's made it's made an end around all around the G7. So heard of this thing called permissionless. Ah, uh, permissionless hmm. means we don't need your permission. We don't need your permission. We don't need your regulation. Take it outside to a different station. We don't need it. We don't want it. So go away. Um, you know, it is it is interesting because, you know, some people in the crypto space, you know, there's some anarchy people in there say just do away with government. I think government, in my opinion, should just over time you should be using some more blockchain, become more transparent, become really back for the people because it's become for the corporations and for the big governments and for the big countries and the big power brokers in the world. And, you know, blockchain takes a lot of that away, starts whittling away some of their power. And so I'm all for that because. You know what? If we don't somehow gain more of our control back for ourselves, you know, they're going to put serious technological control mechanisms in place that we may not ever be able to break free from. So we're at a crux in time where these blockchain projects that sort of, you know, open things up are, are really, really crucial. There's a crux in time. Mm-hmm. Time time can have a crux. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you just made that up. <laughs> I don't think I said crux. I said crop. I'm not sure. Maybe I did. It's good. I like it. I mean, you know, look, if we if we do nothing else, we wordify. And, you know, if you can change the meaning of words as quickly as the dictionary did this week, then uh, 
we can say whatever the hell we want. Well, it is a dick. Shenary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Hey, did you so, hear about this? Elon Musk, they have a they have a Bitcoin ATM in the Tesla Gigafactory. And well, do it, they? Do maybe they, they do. It's like he's thrown doubt on a claim citing of this, but maybe there's one, maybe there's not. There's an ATM that was claimed to be cited by a Twitter user, Will Reeves, posted on Sunday, he just passed by and saw Elon Musk has a Bitcoin ATM at the Gigafactory. Mm-hmm. And there's a tweet. It has a Google map image revealing the location of the ATM on the northern side of the massive factory complex. Is this true? Is it not true? It says it was installed by Liberty X back in August of this year for the use of the employees of the factory. But who knows? So if somebody if one of you uh, is working in the Tesla Gigafactory in Nevada, maybe you can take a picture and uh, and send it to us to confirm or deny that there is a bitcoin atm it's really just a novelty it's not like okay i mean there's bitcoin atms everywhere um i'm not sure where musk is on bitcoin you would think that he would be super involved and bullish but um i don't know that he's put out too many direct statements are you aware well he did say he did tweet out say he did not believe the claim was accurate in a tweet on monday and so uh, he did reply, and it was deleted, and I don't know. So we'll see. I Really, I think really what this ends up being is a really great advertising for Liberty X, who says they have 5,000 crypto ATMs all across America and uh, Bitcoin buying services in 20,000 stores. So here we are on a crypto podcast talking about Liberty X and their potential ATM in Tesla. So good for them. I guess they're going to get a little PR going, for, even if it's bullshit. Very true, Mr. Travis, right? That is true. Hey, yeah, uh, by the way, folks out there, if you're looking for a debit card that allows you to spend your crypto easily, CoinZoom Visa card is a true debit card that instantly converts your crypto to the fiat accepted by the merchant. Pretty handy. Uh, I use one. I love uh, using the crypto debit cards. Good stuff. Uh, all you need to do is just choose which crypto you want to spend and use the, the Zoom card uh, to uh, to spend the crypto. Basically, what you do is you convert it from your crypto over to fiat within the app, and then now your debit card then has access to that money. So it's sort of like one of those prepaid debit cards, but what you do is you just fund it with, your, with fiat from selling of your crypto. And so you can use it all over the place. And, oh, by the way, you earn 5% of crypto back every time what? you make a purchase. So go check it out, badco.in forward slash CoinZoom, and you register, and uh, the good folks over at CoinZoom and bad crypto we're the we're really good folks we'll give you ten dollars in free crypto for doing that so you want to get a debit card you don't have a debit card do it five percent back i mean you know what discover gives you like a percent when you charge stuff Mm -hmm. and my you know american express gives me points but actually five percent back in crypto that adds up and then what if the crypto goes up in value that they give you back right yeah the points don't go up in value Mr. Travis Wright, good sir. What's happening around the world in crypto? Well, a big thing, Mr. Joe Com, is China and their digital yuan, right? So last week, the government in Shenzhen, they carried out a lottery and they gave away a total of 10 million yuan worth of the digital currency. So that's like $1.5 million and they tested this. And so what ends up happening? So there's a there's a really interesting thing that happens in China. There's like this is red envelope gifts, and so you give somebody a red envelope and it has a gift, a monetary gift or some card or some gift in there. WhatsApp or not WhatsApp, but uh, WeChat has that capability. You can give somebody an envelope with some crypto or some car- money in it, and uh, 
So basically, the winners were able to download a digital remedy app, the the digital wand, to receive it, and they can spend it at over three thousand merchants in a particular area of Shenzhen. And uh, so they're saying it's not a crypto like Bitcoin. Instead, it can be. It is used. It is issued and controlled by the People's Bank of China, the country's central bank. So basically, it's digital fiat, but it's a crypto. And <clears throat> this is not going to be the last time you hear about. The, the digital yuan, this thing is going to go crazy. And think about all of this, Mr. Joe Com. <clears throat> think about all of the, um, the, the, the folks who have, have moved away from China, who are still Chinese, who use WeChat. And, and, and you, there's like 29 million expatriates or something that live around the world. And this, this, this digital yuan is going to grow in use big time, I think, all over the world. Mm-hmm. And China's not the only one moving towards blockchain. Italy really leading the way here. The story from Coindesk says that about 100 Italian banks are now officially operating on the country's banking blockchain network. Spunta, the Italian Banking Association, has claimed that uh, they have ramped up really quickly and um, the speeds up a lot of the issues that banking, you know, folks have to deal with mm. spunta very, very interesting not to be confused with sputum which is gross that is that is, is true <clears throat> yeah so, I, so there, there's this company out there called lattice exchange mm-hmm. and uh they are building a, a DeFi project on constellations hypergraph and um they are they, they claim to be the world's largest base layer one infrastructure protocol using 25 truly decentralized foundational nodes, which laid the foundation to an organized network using concurrent consensus mechanisms. And uh, that sounds pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't Constellation. Know I all that, but that sounds awesome. Constellation is super interesting. They're getting into DeFi. In fact, we're talking with them about um, uh, working with us on the show because what they're doing really is very forward thinking. Um, they, they've secured a working contract with stakeholders in the, in the U.S. federal government to use their blockchain tech for new use case in data assurance. And they're, they're rolling out on Constellation this lattice exchange. So it's a scalable, decentralized finance platform for digital currency uh, and they've got um, two backers in particular that are funding them one of them is alphabet fund and the other is fbg capital now i did not realize this when i saw this story but uh, do you remember where the the name alphabet fund came up travis does it ring a bell alphabet fund yeah, well, not it al- sounds like alphabet obviously. not alphabet 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 you're going to remember when I tell you because we actually have an interview coming up in our next episode with Saeed Aldarmarki, who oh, yeah. it's the episode where we talk all about DeFi, mm-hmm. um, and he is the managing director of Alphabet Digital Currency Fund. We're gonna he's gonna help make DeFi uh, really really super clear for us. This is episode number four fifty three that will come out on Sunday night, but I just now, as I'm looking at the story, have even more faith in what's happening with Lattice because uh, Saeed's on board. Yeah. So Lattice Exchange, it's their effort to tackle not only cryptocurrency, but also traditional finance industry and securities markets. So they're taking taking on the big boys, and uh, they got a brilliant, brilliant team 
over there, some really, really smart developers. And uh, so we'll be talking more about Lattice Exchange and Constellation as we move forward. Of course, we are not financial advisors, and we encourage you to go down the rabbit hole for yourself and do your own due diligence. Uh, you know, I, I always am like, man, why didn't somebody tell me about yield finance before it went to $30,000, right? Because we mm-hmm. hadn't heard of it until we saw it explode. Now, we have no idea uh, if something similar is going to happen with Constellation or Lattice. You know, we're just going down the rabbit hole ourselves and going, this looks really interesting. So we're telling you guys, hey, this looks really interesting, um, enough so that we would invite them to sponsor this show and for us to take a personal look at it. And uh, you might want to look yourself, but you also might want to consult with a financial advisor and make sure you know what you're doing. Never, ever, ever, ever invest in anything. I don't care what the crypto is, just because somebody said, you should check this out, right? You mm. always have to go and do your own due due diligence always should um you know engage your mind do research don't read you know the social media hype find out what they're really all about who they're connected with what they're intending to do check their track record check the white paper check yourself check the check and see if it's a brown paper because it might be (laughs) shitty Uh, you never know but yeah there's a lot of great projects out there and this one i think is it is poised to do some pretty good stuff. I mean, yeah, DeFi, as you mentioned few, several times, DeFi so hot right now. Uh, there's been there's been some stuff that's that's uh, you know as we mentioned, Yearn Finance and some of those other ones have dipped pretty significantly. So I think it's like there was the first run of it, and then we'll see. If, you know, as Bitcoin goes, I think we'll probably see another big pop in the DeFi stuff as people don't want to sell their Bitcoin, but they need the money, and so they can basically borrow money against their Bitcoin using it as collateral or their Ethereum, right? And so that's cool. I mean, I I know that Bitcoin's going to go, it's going to pop over time. Why would I want to sell it? But maybe I need some money so I can loan, I can borrow against it, which is pretty cool. It's like collateralized stuff. It's 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 a really cool system. Uh, it does take some time to understand it. But <clears throat> I would also say this, Mr. Jocom. Yes, sir. <clears throat> excuse me. People who are listening to Bad Crypto are doing their due diligence. So Congratulations to each one of you. We know you guys are critical thinkers out there looking for the answers. You might not find them here, but congratulations for at least looking. You will find more questions here, though. That's true. And you'll never run out of those. This is kind of funny, Travis. There is a ship out there. It's a cruise ship called the Satoshi, and it's going to set sail from the Mediterranean to Panama, where Mm. it will drop anchor and call home Panama. Mm. Did you say it's a Corona cruise ship? I don't know if I would be getting I on did not. a cruise ship anytime soon. That sounds- I did not say that. It's a crypto <laughs> cruise ship. It has 770 cabins that will be auctioned off as condos. Bitcoin will be accepted for all goods and services aboard. I think that's pretty cool. 12 decks, 811 feet long, three restaurants, a juice bar, two cafes, three bars, two pools, four whirlpools, a water park, and more. You can go check out their website. They they initially called it the Pacific Dawn. It was a, a cruise ship that was owned by an Australian cruise company, but now it's a crypto cruise ship. Oh, yeah, it's been operating with Princess Cruises. Well, you know, the, the cruise industry is having a huge downturn, right? All these things have been canceled, all these cruises. And think about that, all the people who work on all those cruise ships, all those people where the cruise ships go that rely upon those tourists for their – I mean – 
this whole Corona lockdown worldwide has been such a bad economic thing for so many people. And it looks like what they're doing on this one, this is not going to be a cruise ship. This is they're docking it. Right. It's a floating home. Right. That's what it is. Uh, 200 cabins will be part of the first sale, tentatively priced between $25,000 and $50,000. So buyers will acquire full ownership of their cabins and be required to pay a monthly fee to cover operating. That's not too bad. Travis, should we go buy a cabin on the crypto cruise ship? No. I think it's tiny. Those, those, those rooms are tiny. You're yeah, but- those are not big rooms. Those are, those are like... Uh, like a one room cabin out in the forest is going to have more room. Yeah, but you you could trade use of it, right? I wonder if they'll let you Airbnb your crypto cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. Those 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 crypto or those cruise ships are germ magnets. Even before coronavirus, I was always aware not to touch a whole lot of stuff because it, there's been there's been instances where people just. So many people on a ship get sick because some germs everywhere, and then you're touching handrails and and they were not really disinfecting things like they do now, but the, the cruise ships are definitely germ magnets. Well, you will certainly not be a spokesman for the cruise industry. <laughs> no, I've been on several cruises and like most of the time when you get out of a cruise, it's like, I notice like I get a little, after, I feel like I'm by near the end of it. I'm, <clears throat> I'm getting off. And I'm, a, I'm more phlegmy than I am today. Flemmy McFlemerton from the cruise ship. Want to give a quick shout out to our friends at eToro sending out more Bitcoin to you guys. Many of you received $50 in Bitcoin yesterday. I'm sending more today to those of you who are U.S. citizens who signed up for a brand new eToro account and funded it with $50 in crypto and then bought some crypto with it. Well, you you fund it with $50 in dirty fiat, then you buy any of the cryptos and follow the simple instructions. We send you $50 in Bitcoin. It's that easy. Why wouldn't you do it? It's free Bitcoin. Go to badco.in forward slash eToro and you too can receive $50 in Bitcoin courtesy of myself and Mr. Travis Wright. I personally send it. Like when that transaction comes to you, you know that my hands are the ones that typed in your address, well, copied and pasted your address and pushed the send button. So it's it's even better with love. Yeah, with love. That's true. So check this out, Mr. Joe Com. Yes, sir. There is there is a very fun crypto game out there called uh, well, Chain Games is the name of the company, and they've created this thing. Remember Mario Kart? Of course. Who, does, who doesn't Kart? know Mario Kart? Yeah, yeah. So what is it Super Crypto Kart? Yeah. And you and I, <laughs> we share a vehicle, <laughs> and uh, it's a motorcycle with a sidecar. Guess who's bitch riding sidecar? You. It's me. <laughs> this is great. So Chain Games is a creation of our friend Adam Barlam. You've heard us yeah. t- uh, had Adam on the show before. He and uh, his partner Lorena created Rebuzz.io, a great social app. Also, the Bravo app. That is a social app similar to Yelp, only without the stupid yelpiness um, for reviewing restaurants and, and places. This tweet came out from at Real Chain Games. We are excited to announce that we have formed a strategic partnership with at Bad Crypto with over 7.75 million downloads today. <clears throat> That's over 9 million friends. The Bad Crypto Podcast has established itself as an education and entertainment leader. In addition, co-hosts Joel Com and TW have accepted advisory roles. And we're in the game, Travis. This is so fun. You guys got to go check out chaingames.io. 
download it's i think it's pc only right now download um crypto cart super crypto cart and you can race as travis says grab a screenshot when you do and and post it on twitter and tag us at bad crypto do it play a game fun it's hilarious actually it's it's almost it's it's like playing super mario kart except with crypto personalities and literally you can choose a monero car a bitcoin car i think there's a chain link car there's all kinds of different cars choose your favorite crypto or crypto personalities and and have a race it's pretty fun yeah it's great fun you guys go check it out chain games dot I oh speaking of games, Mr. Travis Wright, we finally had the opportunity to interview a gentleman. We've been talking about this project on the show for a number of weeks. Gamer Hash. Gamer Hash allows people with high-end PCs, usually gamers own these types of machines like myself, to mine crypto. 24 7 and unlike setting up a miner on a computer that takes up all of your resources this one doesn't and we finally got this interview uh, make sure you stay tuned to after the interview because we're going to tell you how to win 250 dollars in bitcoin from gamer hash this is a paid crypto spotlight that means that the sponsor is paying us to appear on this show they've been sponsoring bad crypto we really like this project i am running gamer hash on my machine right now as we speak i am mining crypto while recording try to do that with any other bitcoin miner so go do your own due diligence but at the very least uh listen in because this is an opportunity to get you some free bitcoin from your existing pc resources If you are like most people, you have a PC or a Mac that as far as mining crypto goes, it's worthless if it's not a dedicated machine. You just can't do it. I remember I've tried to mine Ethereum on my PC and it just brings everything else to a grinding halt. Have you tried that, Trav? Uh, well, I have a Mac primarily, so I don't do a whole lot of that on, on there, but I've tried that. You know, we've used that coin mine thing that we've had before, which, you know, right. I think runs and runs and runs and runs. I don't know that it's, I've gotten one Ethereum yet in a whole year. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dedicated machine though. It's a separate device. That's true. But, you know, what if you could use your high end PC, which is what mine is because I'm a gamer and have it mining Bitcoin the whole time even when you're playing well we've uh, announced before that we're pleased to have gamer hash as a sponsor of this show and we're fortunate to have the cmo and co-founder with us today his name is artur cholkowski and if you try to spell that you might you know have an epileptic fit or something because it's a lot of letters and he's here today to, to share more about gamer hash with us artur welcome to bad crypto Hello, hello. Hi, pleasure to be here. Uh, Joel, I have to say that with my surname, you did really well. Uh, so, congrats. Chukowski? Uh, Chukowski, yeah. Exactly. You need to buy a, you need to buy a couple vowels. P-S-Z-C-Z-O-L-K-O-W-S-K-I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got six, you got what, five five consonants in a row there. That is, that is yeah. not compute. I, I was mentioning to Joel yeah, that this is the surname is hard even in Polish, so you know. <laughs> That's good. 
Plus so, again, pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation uh, to, to join. Um, I remember the first time, guys, I have seen you. It was in Miami when you were having a show with the Mo11 on the stage. Yeah. Great time. Um, so so I'm happy that this journey ends up over here, having show with you together. So I'm looking forward. Excellent. We are together again. This is great. You've got a, a quite a background in blockchain. You founded the Swiss Polish blockchain association and the polish blockchain chamber you're a member of the crypto valley association the london blockchain foundation and you're an oxford alumni on the blockchain strategy program uh, i'm i'm gonna assume that you're also a lifelong gamer definitely gamer by dna uh, but actually my story starts in a number of years in corporations um, and um, the, the, the part with crypto start, starts in Switzerland because I was living close to Zug with, uh, with all the things which were, which were starting in Zug, you know, um, ICO. Crypto Valley. Silico, exactly. So, um, crypto Valley and ICO at the time of uh, Vitalik in Zug. So, so I was just there and getting goosebumps that something new is happening. And then more and more, I was um, digging in, uh, and then jumping on Oxford, again, also having out of that great network of uh, friends, and right now also business partners. And after a few years, I invested in a few companies. Uh, and in the end, it came out that in GamerHash, everything that I was doing until the time was really important and uh, required in that project. So um, I thought that actually I will bring added value besides just being investors, uh, investor. And uh, yeah, after one year, I'm, I'm here as a CMO. Um, and I would be happy to the, describe more about the project. Yeah, so GamerHash is the project that you are with. And um, so so basically people can use blockchain and, uh, and their spare computing power and getting paid for this. So tell us, how did you guys come up with connecting these technologies together into a unique business concept mm -hmm. yeah so the, the whole idea came that we were planning to build a self-financing supercomputer um, and actually uh, blockchain technology was allowing that because in return for uh, idle cpu and gpu there was a way to get uh, incentive through mining crypto uh, and then we thought okay but for that we would need really uh, big computers big devices and that was the way how we got to gamers. Uh, besides, we were gamers by DNA, but we thought, okay, let's connect thousands of, uh, hundreds of thousands of computers of gamers to create the centralized network, which will be mining crypto. And uh, this is how we got uh, till today. We have more than 500,000 gamers. Uh, in each single moment, there's around 30,000 computers in our networks mining. Uh, and this is really very easy B2C solution. Um, I know that Joel is, uh, is already mining since we discussed some time ago. But right. I think that around summer you were having um, Matt Souza, who was describing mining from the really B2B institutional um, um, perspective. GamerHash is for really normal people. Um, our secret sauce lies um, in, in the place that we, we take your device, it'll CPU and GPU, when you're not not using the full power of it and then channelize it to mine crypto. Uh, from 12 different crypto, actually, we are always choosing the one which is the most effective uh, when it comes to price, hash, hash rate, and everything else. People, the gamers, don't need to care about anything else. It's just happening. Uh, in a way, we are like Uberizing the crypto mining. It's for everybody. I, I leave my PC on all the time. 
you know, and it just, it goes to sleep when it goes to sleep. I have been running gamer hash. If I look at my data since September 4th, I think there's been sometimes I've shut it down, rebooted the computer, forgot to restart or didn't put it on auto start. But as of um, September 24th, when we're doing this interview, I've earned $24 in Bitcoin, 2.292 MBTC. What is, what is that? Thousands of Bitcoin, how many yeah. Satoshis is that? Uh, this is, uh, if you would just uh, mm, take one of the thousand. Uh, right. So uh, I'm, it, it's my, I've never been able to do this on my PC before to actually put it to use to mine Bitcoin. And I'm like, you know what? 30 bucks uh, a month. You know, actually, I'm on target for $35. A month right now that's 420 dollars a year my computer's already on it's already using electricity it's i my my fans are not blowing harder like i don't know how you guys are doing it but <laughs> maybe tell us how are you doing it what did you say did you just say you're gonna make 420 dollars and your and your computer's not blowing any smoke or anything no no, it's doing, it's doing just fine. Yeah, the, the, that's gamer hash magic. Uh, gamer hash magic. <laughs> yeah, the, the way it works is really that we exactly see how much power every each user has uh, have, um, and actually we we would be able to take everything, but exactly we don't want to 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 make it too loud. We don't want to overclock it. So if somebody is seeing, for example, YouTube, and he's using just fifteen percent of available power. Instead of remaining 85, we are taking 50 or 60. So there is still a gap that uh, is being unused, exactly not to be too loud or, or to, to, make, to make any problem to the graphic card. So we are really staying on the safe side, uh, being the most effective in a uh, given um, uh, power. Um, and uh, Joel, if you remember how much your computer was showing when we were discussing last time, because it was exactly the DeFi hype. Uh, with an eternity transaction, or ether transaction being very high uh, in the cost, and if I remember right, it was above one hundred dollars, right? Uh, it, it was about seventy-five a month, is what it was showing. Because I remember that uh, the people that usually were mining with us around fifty to sixty, so so with proper gaming device, in this crazy DeFi thing uh, during September with sushi, kimchi, and all this the stuff. Uh, the best computers were uh, were mining up to $160 per month mm. uh, without any special involvement or you know it was the computers were were, were being on anyway so yeah, that pays your phone bill that, that that gets you some groceries that that pays for your internet i like that's a, that's significant yeah uh, exactly this is the way the way it works also we sometimes we have calls from the parents which are saying okay which computers i should i should buy so I will not pay any more bills for my let's say, son or daughter. Uh, so the way it also works in our system that is that we have integrated marketplace uh, where people then can exchange the bitcoins into, for example, Spotify, Netflix, Amazon cards, and exactly pretty much they can pay their bills um, uh, this way. Uh, mm. This is really good solution for the young people. By the way, usually they are not paying for electricity costs. so. It's out of the equation uh, here. Uh, so this is really perfect solution. And I have to say, let's just mention, I don't know, $50, $100, uh, which is already nice additional uh, income in US, exactly the same in Europe. But just imagine countries like Vietnam or Malaysia, uh, where actually we are heading right now because um, we think that our perfect market fit, 
perfect market feed is in Asia, uh, especially in actually in South Korea, where, where we will be starting our uh, token offering. And electricity costs over there are are there much much lower. Um, so uh, I think that in next few years, especially in Asia, we'll be able to 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 to, to present great results. Mm. So I noticed I'm looking at your website and you see the gamer coin, the GHX. It's live private sale. One G one GHX is worth one cent right now. Total total supply going to be about eight hundred and eighty million of them. Token sale is about three hundred and twenty million of them how can people participate in this private sale and is it like per usual americans get don't get to participate the question is great travis actually just today uh, we have reached a significant milestone in just few weeks we uh, finalized our soft cup uh, which was um, planned for eleven hundred thousand dollars um, uh, just in a few weeks uh, so exactly from the european markets we see that there is significant uh, interest in what we are doing. Um, if somebody would like still to buy our tokens, uh, we would like to invite everybody to gamerhash.io. Um, and over there, uh, pretty much with um, dollars, um, pounds, uh, euros, BTC and ETH, everybody can buy our token. Uh, the token is being emitted through our Maltese company. Uh, we are just finalizing our public offering license. Um, and uh, the first listing uh, should happen uh, in November. And we will be starting from uh, Southeast Asia. We have um, South Korea in a special place in our heart. So we hope that uh, the, one of the first listings uh, will, will happen over there. So everything right. should start by the end of the year. That's great. Well, I understand um, that you would like to do some sort of contest giveaway for listeners of Bad Crypto. So what do you propose? Yeah, um, as we just mentioned that um, it, it's really easy to earn um, Bitcoin with us. Uh, I would like to invite everybody to download our app from GamerHash.com, uh, install the app and see how much they would be able to earn with us. Uh, and the competition would be that uh, if people would uh, share their screenshot on their Twitters and tag uh, GamerHash.com, so us, we would choose two people who will earn uh, $250 uh, in BTC each. And I would propose maybe that Joel and Travis, you would pick uh, the happy winners, the lucky winners. I pick me. <laughs> Again? I, I, pick, I pick Joel. <laughs> I win. I win. Yeah, Joel's the big winner. Sure. Uh, so, but the, the, they'll enter on your site or how will that work? Uh, they would download our app okay. and just start to uh, do the benchmark to see how much their computers would be able to mine with us. Okay. So that, that just a screenshot from our screenshot app. screenshot shared on Twitter? Gamerhash.com. Okay. Gamerhash.com, yeah. Okay, Gamer so they have com. to put the hashtag in there and tag you. Tag, yeah. Okay, right and then, uh, yeah, we'll, and we'll pick the winners. Winners are fun. Yeah, and uh, I would propose that uh, we would choose the winners maybe one week after this this episode will go live. Okay. Just to have, just to have a time frame, yeah. That sounds great. Well, Artur, I'm going to keep mining. And uh, Travis, I know you got something you, you want to eke in to get out here. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Tell us about this. You have a vision about the Amazon of NFTs. What does that mean? How, how does that, what kind of stuff are you guys going to be doing in the NFT space with the gamers? Yeah. Um, so, the, so the plan is that actually we don't have any own SDKs um, from now on, from our own, but actually we are very close with all the NFT um, space. 
So the project that you know well, like Sandbox, you know, Blockchain Game Alliance, we are partner with Chainlink. Um, so actually we are in discussion with many projects and we are focusing right now on getting the huge user base of the gamers who know blockchain and also mm -hmm. we would like to invite them to spend their first money from mining to nfts um, usually other projects are starting from the technology um, which is great but actually no, most of the people don't know about the, 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 these technologies so actually we want to start from the different angle we will have lots of people we will just invite technology and also people already will have money for nfts uh, and uh, what we would really like to do is that probably we as we see the market, probably in two, three years, uh, there will be some centralization is a not best word, probably, word probably, but probably a few of the projects will become standards. Let's say, I don't know, Engine will be bought by Unisoft and uh, Wax will be bought by uh, Activision or something like that. And this, this ones will become standards. And actually, when this happens, we will just be very close to the, the, the main uh, projects which will be leading the industry. And this industry will uh, introduce our marketplace and we will provide the traffic. So this is our idea. We don't want to be another SDK. We want to uh, educate gamers and prepare them for that uh, technology to, to, to come. Interesting. Good stuff. Well, I'm going to keep mining and, uh, and earning my Bitcoin there. Honestly, if you've got a computer that um, is sitting idly, a PC, there's no reason to not check this out gamerhash.com set it up start bringing in those sweet sweet satoshis uh, thanks artur we appreciate you pleasure and hope to see you soon again in miami <laughs> mr travis wright you don't have a pc you know i have a i have a pc laptop i just i just don't like pcs i'm not very politically correct <laughs> well if you do have one and you've set this up gamerhash is having a contest where two people can get 250 dollars in bitcoin each super easy to do all you got to do is grab a screenshot of how much you're earning with gamerhash it shows you right there like i'm looking at my miner right now and uh it is you know i've made like mm, it's like 40 dollars in bitcoin from mining on my pc uh, it kind of goes dormant you know when you're not when you're active doing something that's resource intensive and then it just kicks back in when your machine is available uh, but if you screenshot how much you're making and tag them on twitter at gamerhash.com gamerhash.com not to be confused with my last name which is c-o-m-m -M, at gamerhash.com tag them and uh, post that screenshot, two people are going to win $250 in Bitcoin. It's super easy. Why wouldn't you do it? You should do it. You totally should do it. There you go. That's going to wrap up the news for this week, Mr. Travis Wright. And we, in our next episode, as promised, have all things DeFi with Saeed Al-Darmaki. And this is going to help us to become less DeFi with our DeFi. Let's let's do five with our DeFi. That's great. You guys are gonna definitely want to tune into that. I do have one final piece of news, Mr. Jokom. Yes. It's on an, so on my way of leaving Colorado yesterday, I got pulled over in Kansas and I was going 92 miles an hour in a 75. And uh so and I was like, oh I was like, well, 92. I, I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna own it. I, I know I was going fast. <clears throat> and so a cop comes up to my window and I immediately say, Officer, I apologize. I go, I was jamming a Van Halen eruption. 
Did, did you? Did he let you off? I completely said that, and oh, he laughed, God. and he goes, "Okay, I understand. I'm not going to give you a ticket, but just use your blinker." <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you, if you're friendly to a cop and make him laugh, and just like you just, you know, if they hey, if you've done something wrong, own up to it. Like yeah, you know, I, I did. Sorry, you know, it's like I wasn't going to lie. Like, I, but he, he, he I, I guess I actually moved over in the lane. I didn't use my blinker, and he wanted me to use my blinker. He didn't even. He didn't even mention that I, that I was going fast because I was going with the flow of traffic. But uh, I thought it was funny that a uh, little shout out to Van Halen's erupt. Because seriously, you're hearing that. And then when it goes into you really got me, oh. dude, I was just like, mm, and, and then I was like, oh, shit, that's a cop. But uh, I normally use Waze, W-A-Z-E app. And that like tells me like it tells me there's a cop coming right. up ahead. But nobody nobody told me about that one. <laughs> You know, I've got a, a Mustang, which I've had for almost six years now, and it just wants to go. It just wants to go. And I took a little road trip here of, of my own uh, with producer Aaron a little over a week ago. And, you know, when you're out on the open road, I'm like, I'm stepping on it. And I can either confirm nor deny that I was going 110 down one of those roads. It, it just nice. it wants to fly. And here's the thing. Like, if I get pulled over in it, I already know my line. I sir, do you know you were speeding and i'd be like have you ever sat behind the wheel of one of these before because <laughs> they just want to go you don't realize how fast you're going in those cars yeah no i, I get it that's good but that's just sort of funny because it's like i tell you what man you listen to some good music and driving behind a fast car you, it is it does want to go and so we went tracy chapman agrees yeah the fast car thing yeah well travis was bad i was bad hopefully you're a little bad and we're just gonna encourage you to stay bad who's bad the bad crypto podcast is a production of bad crypto llc the content of the show the videos and the website is provided for educational informational and entertainment purposes only it's not intended to be and does not constitute financial investment or trading advice of any kind you shouldn't make any decisions as to finances investing trading or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor please understand that the trading of bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.